When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, they are not the least bit content or happy. They are very, very upset. Joe Manchin deciding not to support the Build Back Better plan or agenda or bill or whatever this stupid stuff is. We'll get into that today. As... uh, and some other things, of course, as well. Email address, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Questions, thoughts, feedback, adoration, praise, all accepted there. And, you know, I want to jump right into it. I want to play the soundbite. Um, let's maybe set the stage, I guess, a little bit here. We've got Democrats who have the majority in the House of Representatives, Democrats who um, technically have the majority in the Senate because of Kamala Harris, who has the tie-breaking vote as vice president of the United States, which we'll have a soundbite of her getting into it with Charlemagne the God um, here in a little bit as well. But So we've got you know, the Democrats have control of the House, the Democrats have control of the Senate, the Democrats have control of the presidency, the executive branch. And so you would think – now I'm going to be careful here because I – I know some people are out there kind of taunting and having a little bit too much fun here as far as I'm concerned. I don't think that that's a good thing. I think we had better be aware of where this could be taken in 2022. There is still time. This is not necessarily permanently dead. Um, It is simply dead for 2021, thank goodness. Um, But to me... It's been clear from the – I feel like Manchin, Senator Manchin, right, Senator Democrat from the state of West Virginia, I feel like the guy has been consistent all along. Now, I know that there's conservatives, and they'll, they'll be out there, and they'll say, don't be fooled by Manchin. He's a, you know, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's really a liberal. Look, Joe Manchin is an old-school Democrat. Joe Manchin is somebody who is um, – what I would consider, I'm pausing because of some some of the votes you simply can't 
defend. I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I mean, at some point, you have to look at the agenda of today's Democrat Party and say, who in their right mind would be associated with some of these radical things? Um, and Manchin decides to do that. So I'm not saying that there's not some truth to the fact that Manchin is still liberal. But liberal can turn, as it turns out, can be a relative term, or there's a, a continuum or a spectrum here where people fall at various places along an ideological continuum, uh, not timeline, but you know, you just uh, if you were to graph this out. And Manchin is to the right of many in today's Democrat Party. AOC, Rashida Tlaib, Elon Omar, uh, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, probably Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, although he has more in common with those folks uh, than he does with, say, the, rad- the true radicals. I mean, the unhinged radicals who would happily march us directly into socialism today, if they could. And they're trying to, by the way. So the Senate is, of course, comprised of uh, 100 senators and 50 Republican, 50 or Democrat. One, so that's that's an even split. So then you have to look at who's the tie-breaking vote in the Senate, and that's the vice president. Turns out Sarah Palin was right. Who would have thought? But anyway, the vice president of the United States, just like was the case when Pence was vice president, can serve as a tie-breaking vote. And as the tie-breaking vote, that means that the majority tips in the balance of the Democrats, even though there's a couple of technically, there's not 50 Democrats. There's 50 that caucus with the Democrats. I think there's, I think there's two independents. Bernie, which I love, by the way. Bernie will come out and run as a Democrat every time he wants to run to be president of the United States. But when it's time um, to maintain his house or his seat in the Senate, he is an independent. Of course, he caucuses with uh, the Democrats. Anyway, I don't want to get too far into the weeds here, but it's split equally. And so they need all 50 Democrats and those who caucus with the Democrats to to come on board with the legislation that they're trying to get passed. And generally speaking, um, when you're when they first assumed office, it's the further you are from an election, not an election that's behind you, right? The, the election behind you doesn't matter the second it's uh, it, the second it ends. Which, depending if Democrats are running elections, these elections can run on as long as it takes for them to win office. But that's beside the point for the moment. As soon as an election ends and a, and a winner is declared and someone, um, you know, steps out, drops out of the race. Um, then there's a clear winner and all that. And then that's the moment it becomes the easiest to implement radical ideas because it's the furthest point they will ever be serving and in power. It's the furthest point from the next election. So every, every day that passes, every day that passes and everything, that, that's why I – look, I like – one of the reasons why I do this program is to shine the light of truth. See, the left likes to give you half truth. Actually, they like to bold, you know, completely lie to you in a bold manner if they can get away with it. But they, they, the longer their ideas are explo- exposed to truth, the longer they're held up to scrutiny, the weaker and weaker they become. And the weaker and weaker they become, the less and less popular they often become. 
and the people who are endorsing said ideas become less and less likely to garner the support of people in their states or districts, right? The people that voted them in. And so depending upon where you are or what your district looks like in the sense of the ideological makeup of that of that group, I'm not talking about how Democrats look at it, which is simply the color of skin on the people there, the gender or the gender that they tell us that they are, or anything like that. I'm just talking about the ideological makeup. You look at your district and you say, hey, I'm pretty much, you know, say I'm Nancy Pelosi or I'm AOC. They've got a they've got a a pass to vote for the craziest thing imaginable because they will not uh, lose reelection in, in almost any sense unless they lose in a primary, which of course now, that won't happen to Pelosi at this point. It suppose it could to AOC, but um, given her district, I don't know that that's necessarily likely, even though it, <clears throat> in a sane world that should happen uh, immediately. But anyhow, so you've got different types of people in the House and Senate is my point. And Manchin is not one that's on the far left. He's still a liberal. He's still a Democrat. He still, um, still has ideas and a worldview that are dangerous to a free people in the Constitution. He empowers people um, who are dangerous, very dangerous ideologically speaking. He, he makes it possible for Democrats to chair these committees, and some of those are chaired by the most extreme radical people in politics today. So, But at the same time, all that being said, this is not – Joe Manchin is not a fool. Joe Manchin is not an idiot. So Manchin comes out and says over the weekend he's a firm no. He's a firm no. That's important to note here. I'm going to play this soundbite. He says it. Interestingly enough, he says it on Fox News, which is also telling. Now, I, I want to finish setting a little bit of the, of the scene here, um, and I maybe alluded to this earlier. I don't, I don't know if I said this yet or if I'm just thinking about some of the things I was hoping to say, but West Virginia is a state – that in 2020 went almost, it was almost plus, basically plus 40 for President Trump over Biden. Plus 40, 70 to 30. 70% 70 of people in West Virginia voted for President Trump. 70. That's plus 40, folks. But yet they have a Democrat senator. And you have to ask yourself, why? How is that even possible? How can a state be plus 40 for Trump and have a senator... Uh, that's a, a liberal because he's positioned himself and whether he's ideologically holding true to what he believes or he's just playing politics at some point doesn't matter and unless he's tempted to violate either one of those things, his ideology or uh, to turn his back on his constituents. But he's been a force in the Senate that has been he, – he's been the one vote. And the left is so upset about this. In fact, Charlemagne, the God, asked Kamala Harris about this, and I'll play that later. He asked her some snarky question. Who's really president, Joe Manchin or Joe Biden? Which is a stupid question because the president <laughs> – if you want to say who's the leader of the party, that's not even accurate. It's who has the power. It's not even who has the power. It's it's really – there's one person holding up the whole <laughs> – the whole process. Thank goodness, right? Thank goodness here. Joe Biden, by the way, doesn't have a vote 
on this. He's got a pen. He's got that same cell phone and pen that Obama was ready to use when he was president of the United States. But that's that's not the point. The point is, in the Senate, Joe Manchin has come out and said he's a firm no as it pertains to the Build Back Better bill, and that is a tongue twister. So let's just play this soundbite of him on Fox News telling Chris Wallace this. And again, he's on Fox News, not CNN, not MSNBC. Makes you wonder who the constituents are, right, for the state of West Virginia. And that should not be underestimated here. That's a big factor in what we're looking at. That and the types of jobs, right, that if, if the left had its way, the coal miners of West Virginia would be completely 100% unemployed today, right? So anyhow, that context, I think, matters in understanding what's what's going on here. But here's Manchin explaining that he's against the Build Back Better bill, meaning it will not be passed. It's passed the House, but it will not pass the Senate in 2021. It's not completely dead. It, it could be. It could be. There's no need to celebrate completely yet, but um, it's certainly in a very precarious situation, to say the least. So here he is explaining to uh, Brett Baer his decision to not support Build Back Better. I cannot vote to continue with this piece of legislation. I just can't. I've tried everything humanly possible. I can't get there. You're done. This is this is a no. This is a no on this legislation. I have tried everything I know to do. There, there it is, right? There it is. I've tried every... I mean, he sounds... And, and this... <laughs> you know... <laughs> I try to cut Manchin some slack. I, he, he gets it from both sides. And it's politics, right? At some level, this is just life. If you're going to step into politics, you better have thick skin. You better be able to deal with it. You better be able to deal with the criticism. But I'm not an anti-Manchin guy, to be quite honest. I think if we're not going to... Now, obviously, I'd rather it be a Republican in the sense of they would not have control of the Senate. But if the... Uh, if there was another Democrat senator who had this uh, seat of mansion, I don't know what would happen. I mean, the, the next closest person would be Kirsten Cinema from Arizona, and that's that's more of a stretch. She's uh, she's not as uh, either held. A, she's not <laughs> she she's not as concerned, or she's not as um, principled or. You know, the left would say she's not as willing to throw a wrench in the gears to stop the agenda of the Democrat Party, of Joe Biden, which is going to save Americans. That's right, save Americans. Our lives are so close to being better if Manchin would just vote for this Build Back Better. That's what they're supposed. That's what we're supposed to believe, right? That's what we're supposed to believe. This is, you know, they always have an excuse, right? If they pass their stuff and it doesn't work, it's because we didn't pass it soon enough or give it enough money give it enough time to work um, if it doesn't pass they're blaming mansion they're blaming whoever um, and there's been some pretty dramatic accusations out there as far as what's going to happen i think i saw a tweet saying that the basically the end of the world as we know it and i'm not exaggerating when i say that i think the tweet said something about this is our last chance to save the planet or some, some such thing some 
some joker from Politico, I believe is what it said. I'm paraphrasing, but pretty sure that's what it said. But that's not living in reality. But that being said, the left is I just out of their minds about this. They've the, you got to think, and I guess we'll we'll take a break and we'll walk through this. But you got to think of what what they got through to get to this point, right? Where where they've come, they endured four years of Trump, four years of screaming at the universe ah every year on inauguration day or election day or whatever the anniversary of them screaming the lunatics in the left screaming at the universe crying remember that crying canceling classes canceling finals oh my gosh trump is president remember all that stuff and they come through all that and they think Whew, we didn't have world war three by some miracle we didn't have world war three and now our guy's in office and look at what's happening i mean it's a disaster in more ways than one um now this is not this is actually a good thing that this bill is not being passed in the Senate. Now, again, it's not over. This thing is not over. Just buckle up because when they get back, when they get back in session, uh, this is going to be something that they try to that they try to figure out. But they are cranking up the pressure on Joe Manchin, cranking it up, trying to force his hand, and that's why he's on Fox. Which again, I find very interesting. He's on Fox, not CBS, not ABC, not. NBC, MSNBC, CNN. Maybe he's afraid of the pedophiles at CNN. I don't know. But anyway, there you go. We'll continue this conversation about what's happening here because I think it's fascinating. It's interesting. It's mildly terrifying as well to think that we've got one vote that separates um, this massive, unbelievably expensive bill from becoming the law of the land. One person who's going to be demonized and attacked and who know? Remember they they you know block his car and uh, parking garages. Kirsten Cinema was chased down in the bathroom of, of a university out in her district. Was yelled at through the bathroom stall. I mean, <laughs> this is what it means for love to win. By the way, to the radical left. Anyhow, quick time out. Continue this discussion when we get back. My friend, sit tight. Back here in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff. That's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials. But hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. 
Welcome back, my friends. By the way, I'm going to mention this at the end of the program as well. Today, today I'm going to be at Shepherd Community Center, and I invite you to come. I'd love to see you there. Love to see you there. Here we are the last week before Christmas, folks. The last week before Christmas, you can participate in the Shepherd Store. You can bring a toy or clothes or just go to their website to see the sorts of things that they are uh, that they're in need of, and that will go in the Christmas store. And parents uh, or guardians, grandparents of, of children who are in need this Christmas will be able to shop, as we've shared on this program. Jay shared. Um, the parents will pay. They pay five bucks, and it's really just to give them ownership. This is a gift from the parents, um, and that money actually goes to a. Uh, to a nonprofit organization as well. But Shepherd is, if you want to come, noon to 2 is when I'll be there today, 4107 East Washington Street in Indianapolis, just a little bit east of downtown on Washington Street. Not very, I think it's, I don't know, a mile and a, I don't mile or two down down the road there from the uh, the split. 4107 East Washington Street, noon to 2, Shepherd's Christmas Store, Taking, you know, donations for gifts. If you want to see Shepherd, if you want to uh, meet Jay, <clears throat> I'll do. I'll be there. Want to meet me? Of course, who wouldn't want to meet me? My goodness. But anyway, ShepherdCommunity.org/slash/ChristmasHope is where you can see the Amazon Christmas wish list, the Target Christmas wish list, um, and you can see that. Um, the other the timeline right the the timeline for getting the Christmas store set up and of course you can bring uh, your gift tomorrow check it out shepherdcommunity.org slash Christmas hope is the website address again noon to two today shepherd community so let's let's just give you an idea here of going back to mansion. Again, the Democrats were holding on to hope. The Democrats and the media holding on to hope that Manchin was going to come around to his senses. He'd been meeting with Biden. They had been supposedly negotiating. And, and I got to be honest here. I, I think Manchin has been incredibly consistent from the beginning on this thing. He said it was too expensive. The Democrats parsed it back. Um, but they, 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 they played games with the way that they did it, making some of these... Uh, programs temporary in nature instead of permanent. And so the reason they did that was to bring the price tag down. So because the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, office who is tasked with the responsibility, supposedly nonpartisan, supposed to just look at the legislation, look at the impact, see what it's going to cost, and come up with a calculation. Of course, these things are always underestimated, <laughs> always underestimated. And they came up with a price tag of what was it, one point seven five trillion over ten years. That's how they do it over ten years. But it's deceiving because some of those programs expire after only a couple of years. And so, Democrats, um, you know, they're 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 trying trying to woo. They're trying to woo Joe Manchin over, right? It's like um, that that phase of the relationship where they're trying to, you know, just get him to take a couple steps. In their direction. Now, again, I'm not trying to say it's it's principled. It could be. I, there, I actually, <laughs> I may be the minority here, but I actually have 
uh, some some respect for Manchin. I don't agree with the party. I, I want you to be. I want to be clear. I, I mean, the, the the party's platform is indefensible, um, but he is the most reasonable um, for whatever reason, whether it's principled or just political pressures from his constituents and from his donors. <clears throat> I don't know. Could be a combination. It could be straight one or the other. Uh, but that's I actually. I, it's it's the most coherent uh, position of a Democrat in the House or the Senate right now. Let's just be uh, state it clearly. So they're trying to woo him over. They're trying to play, but but you know do all these things to make it more palatable for him to come in that direction. But it's just not enough. And he's the one that uh, wanted. Uh, he and some Republicans wanted the CBO to score the bill if it were to be made permanent. And that's where some number was it. Five, it was a bigger number. <clears throat> I want to say five. It's approaching five trillion or something crazy like that. And he said it's just too much. It's a hard no because it's too much. And this should not have really been surprising. Now, of course, I wasn't in the, the negotiations. They don't invite me to things like this, but I wasn't allowed in the room with Manchin and Biden. When Biden was probably snoozing, calling Kamala president, who knows what Biden was doing in these meetings, but um, it wasn't adding anything substantive to the discussion. I mean, there's other people that are handling, clearly handling that stuff now, beside the point. So, but they're just, they're cranking up the pressure on this guy because I think they know they can't get him to move. And so now, um, after his announcement, after the initial shock hit the media, which I'm going to play a soundbite here, <clears throat> after the initial shock hit, um, they they went into the mode where they attacked the guy. I mean, the White House, Jen Psaki released a statement. Some of the radicals were saying it was BS. <laughs> I think it was, was it Omar? Elon Omar, I think, said that uh, it was BS, except for she doesn't use the abbreviation because um, she's, well... I'll leave that to itself. But anyhow, this is John Carl. This is uh, one of the Sunday shows when he received the breaking news in the middle um, of this show. And I just want you to listen, listen to the reaction here. I mean, these pundits, the, these talking heads, these leftists, these media members, uh, they're, they don't know. They're, they are frustrated. They've come, you know, they, they've come from the brink of the metaphorical cliff in their minds with Trump as president, they somehow got to where they have control of Congress and the White House. Everything has gone to hell in a handbasket here. And they're hoping that maybe this can be some sort of a legislative victory for Biden, even though only 41% of, of uh, Americans like this, you know, support this legislation, which that's something else I want to get into time permitting anyway. But the... <laughs> This is just good to listen to. This is John Carl announcing it, and this is a reaction um, from one of his panelists to the news that the legislation, at least for now, and maybe even longer, it, it may be permanently dead. I'm not. I'm not going to go there just yet, um, but it's certainly possible. But as of right now, it's not passing in 2021. Here's this. Here's this exchange. 
But by the way, some breaking news. Uh, Senator Manchin has just said that he is a firm no on this legislation. Uh, so let me size. ask you, Rachel, I don't want to put you on the spot, but, but you had been uh, saying for some time you thought it was a matter of if, I mean, not a matter of if, but when uh, uh, this legislation passed. What do yeah. you think now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's time to reassess that Uh-oh. prognosis. Um, clearly, they've got a big Rachel problem here Bain. on a number of issues. Number one, they sort of lost their greatest forcing mechanism to get this done. That was the Chris deadline yeah they've lost their greatest uh, mechanism to get this done this arbitrary thing the christmas dead if you notice this this bill remember there's been deadline after deadline after deadline missed nancy pelosi has told us on on more occasion than one that she is going to pass this bill she wouldn't bring she wouldn't bring legislation to the floor if she didn't know now granted it did pass the house and in fairness but what what was the strategy there? I'm telling you, we're in a phase now where they are going to, I mean, they're going to crank it up even more on Joe Manchin here. But I want you to listen again to that. Listen to the <laughs> listen to the size of these liberals, who of course are supposed to be unbiased um, members of the media, talking with John uh, Jonathan Carl about all things political from a very objective position. But listen to these size. I love this. This is this is worth kind of chuckling about. Listen to this. But by the way, some breaking news. Uh, Senator Manchin has just said that he is a firm no on this legislation. Uh, <sighs> so let me ask you, Rachel, I don't want to put you on the spot, but, but you had been uh, saying for some time you thought it was a matter of if. Yeah, she, I mean, not, not a matter she, of if, but when. Yeah, we're not going to listen to that anymore. But she she's cringing there. And these, these are the experts, right? The same. Remember when we say the only people that are, um, well, experts, the experts are wrong more than any other single group of people in America today. Experts are wrong about everything, it seems to me. But the political experts were wrong. This one here is wrong about it being a matter of if not when, although it isn't necessarily over and done with as we move into 2022. But nonetheless, the media is upset, politicians are upset, and so is the White House. And I'll read a part of Secretary, uh, I'm sorry, Press Secretary Jen Psaki's remarks in response to Joe Manchin's decision not to support the Build Back Better agenda. The bill in particular here, folks. Sit tight. My friends, back here in, back here in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. 
Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back, my friends. So let's look here at what Jin Saki... I don't know if this was a circle back uh, press statement or what it was, but Jen Psaki responding to Senator Joe Manchin's um, announcement yesterday morning that he's not in support. He's a firm no. He's not just a no, he's a firm no, which has to be even more disheartening for these these radicals, but they don't get <laughs> they don't get discouraged. I mean, they might scream at the the sky and the universe. Um, they might, I mean, they'll maybe cry and throw a fit, but they're not going to quit is my point. These folks are committed. This is to the radical left, their religion. It truly is. Anyway, let's, let's read this press, uh, statement from, uh, press secretary Jen Psaki. Senator Manchin's comments this morning on Fox are at odds with his discussions this week with the president, with the White House staff and with his own public utterances. Um, uh, I, I don't know that I find that to be accurate. Now, if she's interpreting it as though he's saying he's against it, period, then maybe. But I don't know that that's what he said here. Anyway, I'm going to continue reading this stupid press statement. Uh, weeks ago, Senator Manchin committed to the president at his home in Wilmington probably took the train there, to support the Build Back Better framework that the president then subsequently announced. Senator Manchin pledged repeatedly to negotiate on finalizing that framework, quote, in good faith. Um, I Just a newsflash to Jen Psaki and anyone else at the White House. Um, if negotiation is a give and take, it doesn't mean that Senator Manchin has to capitulate and accept everything that you want in the Build Back Better plan. Bill, whatever this stupid thing. I don't even want to call it a plan because there's no plan. It's just it's just throwing money at stuff is what it is. Turning America, making America socialist is what it is. Anyway, spinning us into oblivion, making us all, making our great-grandchildren uh, massive debtors at, at, before they're even a thought, a blip on the radar screen here. Um, but it doesn't mean that you have to get what you want. What if? What did you give up? I mean, I know that they've <laughs> they cut the price tag, but again, it was done mainly by some shenanigans where they played some accounting games and they got caught. They got caught, and that's what Joe Manchin, when he had that, um, you know, the CBO run an analysis on what would happen to the cost of the bill if these things were made permanent, and that's exactly what we saw was a humongous price tag. She continues here in her stupid press release. On Tuesday of this week, Senator Manchin came to the White House and submitted to the president in person directly a written outline for a Build Back Better bill that was the same size and scope as the president's framework and covered many of these uh, the same priorities. With While that framework was missing key priorities, we believed that it could lead to a compromise acceptable to all. Senator Manchin uh, uh, promised to continue conversations in the days ahead and to work with us to reach that common ground. 
of his comments to Fox, on Fox and written statement indicate an end to that effort. They represent a sudden and inexplicable reversal in his position and a breach of his commitments to the president and the senator's colleagues in the House and Senate. Um, most important commitment is to his constituents, uh, Ms. Saki. So she's, it sounds like, interpreting this as though she thinks Manchin's done with this bill, period. Maybe he is. I'm not so optimistic on that. I don't, I don't think that we've seen the last of this thing, uh, although there's, it, it's, it's on life support. It's on life support here. So this is, I mean, and, and she's not the only one. Of course, I mentioned some other of the radicals. I mentioned, was it Omar, um, who called it BS, except for she didn't use the PG version. She went ahead and said whatever she, or yeah, it was Omar. Um, who else? Someone else here. I think Ayanna Presley. Bernie was not happy. Bernie was upset as well. I think Bernie at least kept it uh, clean. Anyway, another representative um, <laughs> says Manchin is a tour de force in gaslighting and dishonesty. Come on. I actually feel like Manchin's been consistent and straight during this process. And by the way, if the Democrats were so concerned about passing a bill that Manchin could support, why'd the House pass this bill, which he clearly, from the very beginning, was against right i mean he, he the, the price tag w was too high and then the games to get the price tag to some artificial made-up fantasy number is not the way that you do that that's not real negotiations this is all about trying to make it look like they've gone to uh to all these steps all these this to the nth degree to make sure that they try to accommodate mansion and i think mansion i think mansion here should really consider his own little um, movement to to leave the Democrat Party. Maybe he should do a walk-away movement. I'd like to see a hashtag trend. I think that might be the best solution here. Manchin, just come over to the Republican Party, change the balance in the Senate, not to worry about speak or, uh, Majority Leader Schumer any longer. Of course, I don't want Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, but if that's the two choices, I clearly pick... McConnell. But anyway, maybe that's the solution here. I mean, they, they have thrown everything they can at this guy, and he remains effectively unfazed, although I feel like there was a little bit of drama in the way that he announced his opposition to the bill. Uh, so I think he is feeling a little bit of this heat. Anyway, bottom line is it's not getting passed for now, but it doesn't mean that it is off uh, their, what their agenda come 2022. Quick time out, my friends. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. 
They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back, my friends. So, I mentioned that the... They... (laughs) The Democrats and the media want you to believe that the Build Back Better bill is just this wildly popular bill, but that is not the case. Here's an article from NPR just about, uh, what, 10 days ago, back on the 10th of December. Democrats are struggling to sell Biden's agenda. It isn't the first time either is the headline, but they cited uh, one of their polls along with, uh, it was an NPR Marist poll. The poll found that Just 41% of the survey's respondents said they support the uh, Build Back Better bill. 41%. And that included three-quarters of all Democrats, about 75% of Democrats, 36% of independents, and only 13% of of Republicans. Biden said this in October. And this – and you've heard me talk about this before, but this is what they try to do. This is the ultimate bait-and-switch here. This was never on the ballot in 2020. What was on the ballot in 2020 was this idea that Trump was a fascist. And if you voted for Trump, you were voting for the end of American uh, of the of our constitutional republic, dare I say, the American democracy as they like to say, our system, our experiment. That was what was on the ballot. Make no mistake about it. That was the totally 100% the campaign strategy and that's what they campaigned on. There was no talk that now his his slogan was build back better, but there was no talk details of any of this crap. They didn't even know. They used the I'm, it's like a Trojan horse is what this is. But this is what Biden said back in October, and I'm reading here from the NPR article. This agenda, the agenda that's in these bills, is what 81 million Americans voted for. Bet me, buddy. I shouldn't say that. Bet me, Mr. President. This is. Exactly not what people voted for. I mean, actually nothing that's going on is what people voted for. This unmitigated disaster. But he says 81 million Americans voted for this. More people voted than any time in American history, he says, and that's what they voted for. Their voices deserve to be heard, not denied, or worse, ignored. This is so stupid. But this is what their political opportunists, this is how they want to spin this. It is not based in reality whatsoever. This bill is not popular. Joe Manchin would probably face some upset people in his state in 2024 when he's up again. And think about that. That's a presidential election year. If Trump's going to win, Trump's going to be <laughs> Trump's going to be out there telling everybody about this in West Virginia. Biden doesn't want that because or excuse me, Manchin doesn't want that because 70% of people from West Virginia voted for Trump. Quick timeout. Come back and wrap up for the day. One more important thing to share, my friends, back here in just a minute. 
When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back, my friends. Again, I want to remind you here at the end of the program via Shepherd Community Center today. Today, I will be there from noon until 2. The address of Shepherd Community is 4107 East Washington Street, just a couple of miles east of downtown on Washington Street on uh, US 40. If you want to bring a gift, I mean, I'm just looking here on their Amazon store. I don't know if there's time to get something shipped uh, to Shepard now, but if you want to bring something, you can bring toys. I You can bring things like I see toothbrushes. Uh, I see hand towels, bath towels, clothing, socks, underwear, toys, books, Things like basketballs, games, uh, stuffed animals. Um, I see a scout on here. That's something that my kids had. The little, that thing, does scout read? I think scout read to them or some such thing. Anyway, those are the sorts of things you can bring if you come by. Today from noon to 2, I will be there. I hope to see as many of you as possible. Noon to 2, Shepherd Community. If you want to find out more information, you can go to shepherdcommunity.org slash Christmas store again noon to two folks I appreciate it so much look forward to seeing you look forward to being back here again tomorrow same time same place have a great day SDG see you soon take care when things go sideways will you be prepared unfortunately you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food get preparedness products you can use now and that could be a lifesaver later visit 4patriots.com slash huff that's the number 4 patriots with an s dot com slash huff and see the current list of specials but hurry these deals don't last long save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff we could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. 
Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.